1: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is the Cork Today replay
0: on C103. Off to the Island Wood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket, part of the Mid Group, where Jane Pickett, our resident vet, joins us. Good afternoon to you, Jane.
2: Good afternoon, Patricia.
0: And Trish in Blackpool, who obviously is a dog owner, is just a little bit concerned about all of the dogs that are coming in from Ukraine. And uh, she is wondering about rabies. And should we as uh, Irish pet owners, should we be talking about getting additional shots for our dogs in case they come in contact with you know, some of these Ukrainian dogs that might be carrying in diseases?
2: Yeah, obviously I can, I can understand her concern. It's a, you know, it's, it's a very difficult situation. And obviously the ongoing humanitarian crisis within the UK um, has meant that a number of dogs have, have fled with the, the people refuging and seeking refuge in our country. Um, and I suppose we, obviously, it all happened very suddenly. Uh, it's very difficult to plan for a situation like that. So normally when pets would move from country to country, There's very stringent kind of restrictions in place as regards rabies vaccination and ensuring the blood tests are done to make sure that the the body's response to the rabies vaccine has been adequate. Um, But obviously in some cases that would have been in place, but obviously given the urgency of the situation, some pets have traveled without that being in place. And I suppose Europe-wide, um, that, that has kind of been uh, the, the, more or less the norm within the EU that, let's say, exceptions have been made, given that this is an exceptional and very sad circumstance. Um, so there's no getting around the fact it's, it's not ideal. But I know that, you know, there's measures in place to ensure that these pets are being brought up to date with their rabies vaccines and other treatments that are required to kind of uh, avoid the import of exotic diseases such as, such as rabies. Um, I suppose there's no getting around the fact that there is an element of, of risk involved however in, in a difficult situation the best is being done to try and mediate yeah, that risk. Yeah and
0: I know I was only reading this morning that yeah. uh, obviously refugees are allowed to come in with their, their pets and they don't need the, the usual documentation uh, but they, were, they have all been asked to pre-notify the Department of Agriculture that they're coming into the country with a pet and then a period of quarantine is required uh, at the location where the refugee is is staying. So the, the, it's not that the department are just opening the floodgates and you know, saying no, bringing your dogs and cats, no, they are doing no. a period of quarantine. So, so hopefully they'll all exactly. be okay. Yeah, they'll all. Yeah, be okay. so
2: to my to my knowledge, um, at the moment is a home quarantine policy for a period of time, depending on the health status of the pet at entry, as regards what um, let's say preventative treatments they would have in place. So it's it's very much on a case by case basis, is my understanding, yeah. um, as to how long that period of quarantine is. As regards, let's say your own dogs and your own pets. Uh, you know, I suppose, let's say blanket vaccination in this country with rabies vaccine is, you know, it, it's a difficult step to take, as it were. Um, mm. It wouldn't be something I would say for, for a pet if they're in contact with lots of other pets or if your particular area, let's say, has a number of pets that may be in that situation where they have entered with, let's say, not, not all of their documentation in place, given the urgency of the situation you know, like if you were travelling or going on the continent you'd have to have a rabies vaccine for a pet passport. So if it makes you feel safer in discussion with your vet and, and a risk assessment, then that is an option for you. It's not something that at this juncture I would be rushing out to do on block. Um but obviously it's a very dynamic situation and, and things 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 change as time. It's very passes. fluid. Yeah
0: it's very it's very fluid. Yeah, yeah. okay breathe and thanks for that Trish. Breathe in ClanicLT says my two year old rescue collie cross Spaniel. Fit and healthy, thank God. However, he has an underbite at the bottom on the bottom teeth and they look like they're growing straight upwards. Now it doesn't seem to be bothering him but I am now starting to see a plaque build up. He's also a very messy eater but we absolutely adore him. My question is, is this something that we should and can get fixed or are we worrying about nothing? An underbite.
2: An underbite. That's an interesting one. So kind of changes in conformation and um, between between dog to dog, very much like people to people, our faces and our mouths and our jaw structure is all different. And that, that can be the case between breeds, but also within breeds and dogs. And sometimes that does have an impact on the layout of their teeth. So an underbite is a classic example. Now, sometimes slight underbites don't cause any major issues. But it really just depends on your dog's particular um, kind of uh, placement of the teeth within his mouth. Sometimes with underbites, we do get kind of rubbing lesions almost where the, the bottom or so the bottom front teeth will cause problems because they will rub on the the soft palate the, or the hard palate of the, the upper part of the mouth behind the, the front teeth. So it can cause problems on the opposite side of the mouth depending on your pet's conformation. What I would say is, There are other causes of kind of an underbite. So sometimes we can have dental issues with how the teeth erupt, which may lead to issues and may give kind of an underbite appearance in some cases there are things that can be done as regards um, either extraction of the teeth or manipulation of the front of the mouth to to let's say reorganize things into a more comfortable bite but it is very much on a case-by-case basis a lot of pets will live comfortably with an underbite it's i suppose it's it's not quite normal but there's a lot of it out there i would say that you know if you have time to build up on the teeth at this stage it's probably time to discuss with your vet regarding having an initial dental done because it's, you know, it's only a hop skip and a jump from initial plaque and tartar build up to overt gum disease and, you know, and then you're into tooth big problems. problems. Yeah. So I would say this is an opportune time to discuss with your vet about getting a dental done. And whilst your pet is asleep for the dental, they may be able to fully assess the situation and the lower jaw and see, well, is it causing any knock-on impact on the rest of the mouth? Is there anything that can be, can be done or is that just normal for him and he'll live with it fine? So I think okay. now is a good time to to get it checked out.
0: OK, Sheila says, could you please ask Jane, when, why when my 10-month-old Jack Russell bitch has a drink of water, does she burp a couple of minutes later and then throws it back up? She's fine with food. It's only happening with water.
2: Oh, OK. If she's drinking a lot very quickly... Um, particularly of cold water it may be that she's just literally bolting it down and her stomach is sitting there receiving all of this water going what is going on and then it will just decide to evict whatever water is in the stomach if it only happens with water and it only happens after she really drinks a huge amount very quickly then it could just be that the stomach is not tolerating it Um if this is a usual thing for her It may just be that she, you know, she's just doing a little bit too quickly. But if this is a change for your pet, if this is not something that they've done before, or if it starts happening with any other type of thing, like um, when they're eating food or if they're in any way otherwise unwell, then I would really say there's a strong indication you you need to take them to a vet for an assessment. Because obviously stomach problems, be they from stomach ulcers to things stuck in the stomach. Dogs are, you know, very good at eating things they shouldn't. Um there are a number of things that can cause vomiting or a reaction like that. But one of those things is bolting food or bolting water. So drinking yeah, and, very, I very mean, quickly. And,
0: and reading it, it looks like it's, it's fine with the food. It does look like it's mm. been happening all the time. It, yeah. it, just obviously drinking too quickly. How do you get a dog to slow down? Put less in the very, bowl?
2: Yeah, I suppose the free access to water is something that I, I, I would always recommend. I wouldn't recommend restricting water. That's not a not a solution in this case. With bolting of food, it's it's much easier to sort actually, because you can use puzzle feeders. So kind of um, feeders that have lots of grooves so that your pet has to kind of sniff and nose and, and lick the little bits of food out. With water, it's a lot more challenging because obviously, you know, it's not necessarily amenable to a strategy like that. Now you could get a puzzle feeder and put water in it. It might slow them down just because the water may fall into little pockets within the puzzle feeder. I think if it is a genuine and regular problem for your pet, though, I think it may be safest to visit your vet and just get them to, to rule out that there's any issue. And then I would suggest if your vet decides there's no issue in consultation with them, they may have some suggestions, but potentially try a puzzle feeder, but fill it with water and that may slow things down.
0: OK, and someone else is saying warm weather this weekend, a reminder to all yeah. pet owners to have water available. OK, Absolutely. as always, thank you for that, Jane. We'll chat next Thursday. Thanks for joining us brilliant thank you good afternoon to you that is Jane Pickett from the Islandwood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket it is part of the Mill Street Veterinary Group and she will be back with us next week
2: want flexibility take yoga want flexibility with your health insurance check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company they offer flexible budget friendly medical dental and vision coverage that may be right for you more at UH1.com